What's up, Dodger fans? Dodgers win another one on Sunday, giving them two series wins this week. They're now 15-8 and eight since Clayton Kershaw last pitched, so maybe they don't need him for the stretch run. Can they stay in the race without him? We'll discuss that more tonight on Dodgers. You are tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. You guys, you guys don't want to get any like really guttural sounds out there, <laughs> you know? Little guttural sounds out there just to kind of get the diaphragm working. Woo! Welcome, Dodger fans, to another edition of Dodgers Rap 360. Thanks for tuning in with us. Alongside Hunter Marks, Joshua Gershon, and Michael Rippey, I'm Mike Conley. Thanks for listening in with this gang. How about these Dodgers? Like I said, 15 and 8 since Clayton Kershaw last took the bump for the Dodgers. Who needs them? <laughs> what an impressive road trip. We discussed last time that we'd be lucky to even split it. And here we go, beating both the Cardinals and the and the. the, the. Yeah. yeah, and the Nationals. Two good teams, two really impressive wins, especially learning that Kershaw was going on the DL. And the Dodgers really just stepped up, all of them. Yeah. Very impressed. Let's just shelve uh, this week's results just for a second. And the fact that Kershaw, at this time last week, we were kind of, you know, excited with the fact he had put pitched a bullpen. As of Sunday, it hadn't got... Oh, how he did! But all we there was heard that he, uh, you know, threw sixty pitches. So we were somewhat uh, excited, optimistic. Optimistic, yeah. thank you. But then it comes out on Monday that he's uh, suffered some back pain after that, and so now we don't know if he's even going to pitch this year. Yeah, he may need surgery and be out for the year. Devastating news. <laughs> Devastating news. I mean, who knows? That's you can't lose. I mean, he was MVP at the time he was hurt. Right. Right. It's true. So. It's hard to lose an MVP, but maybe you get uh, what is uh, what did Bill Simmons call it? The Patrick Ewing effect, the oh, Patrick, Patrick Ewing, Ewing theory. theory, where your best player goes down and the team rallies and uh, you know rallies behind it, <laughs> makes a run. We'll see. Who knows? Yeah. All right. Well, it kind of begs the question due to the fact we are shot like right smack dab in the middle of hot stove baseball, which is everybody's favorite. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, it's just. This is why you watch baseball for this week and oh, next yeah. week. Hot stove. Uh, so that being said, are the Dodgers buyers and sellers if Clayton Kershaw is out for the year? I think you have to be a buyer at this point. This team, this bullpen right now, isn't good enough to go deep in the playoffs, let alone make the playoffs. So I think you kind of have to show up that bullpen somehow. I mean, that, that's that been kind of one of their strengths. I mean, they kind of got out of the gate fast, but, you know, the bullpen has been one of their strengths here in the last couple of months of the season. And I just think that so many people are going to be looking for bullpen help. It's, it's going to be kind of tough to find. It'll be out there, but it'll be pretty a penny. What do you think, Joshua? Well, there's, I mean, a bullpen, I'm more worried about the arms getting thrown out versus the way the guys are playing. We saw it a couple of years ago. I still remember Paco Rodriguez, who was amazing for a while, pitched Way more than he'd ever pitched before, and then was just done. I mean, right. done. I don't think he's even in the majors anymore, right? Yeah. And I worry about that with Libertor. See, he's getting a lot of workload. You know, guys like that. Blanton can handle it. Not worried about Blanton. Jansen can handle it. 
but it'd be nice. The trouble is there's such a premium right now for for bullpen help. Right. It's ridiculous. I mean, the rumor is the Cubs, right, cut a deal today for Chapman? The, I mean, no, I didn't know if they've made it happen, but they're closing in. Not, so, done yet. not done yet, but it's the rumors out there for what they're one of their hot shortstop prospects, something like that. One yeah, of the prospects. Single yeah. A shortstop centered around him. Yeah. I think that uh, I think it depends on the Kershaw news, right? Uh, yeah. I don't think that the Dodgers can do anything in the playoffs if Kershaw shell for the season. So you got to figure that out before you know in the next week before the deadline hits to see. But maybe a mix of both, be yeah. a buyer and a seller. Well, let's just say. We looked in our crystal ball. Kershaw's done for the season. I'm selling. Selling. 100%. Yeah. Because they, that, I mean, the, the offense has done really well recently, but that pitching staff cannot, I mean, they're not going to win. They're not built to last. Yeah, they're not going to win a World Series. They're not winning this series. So this team is, is trying to build on youth and uh, going through a change. I don't understand why they would sell off in midseason to buy, you know, buy pieces and sell off maybe some prospects right. uh, or some players to uh, to add and fortify the team when their you know star and and MVP would not be part of it. So now now give me if Clayton Kershaw okay he's got the back issues not going to require surgery just going to be you know some rest he's going to be back in three to four weeks. Yeah, I think I think if he's going to be back, then I think that there's more to the idea of being a buyer. Uh, depending, of course, what you got to give up, and I think that's the the key to any situation. Uh, I would like to see the Dodgers potentially go after a guy like Rich Hill, uh, if, if Kershaw is going to be able to come back. Because if you can get Rich Hill short term rental, maybe you don't have to give up too much. He's a guy that you know, with if you pair him with Kershaw in the playoffs, now you have a pretty strong one two. Is, uh, is Rich Hill on the block? Have you yes. talked about it all? Oh, yeah. Big Absolutely. time. Big time. <laughs> so, so I mean, it, I think it depends on the scenario. I don't think they should go after guys that are a four or five. They got plenty of pitchers that are, you know, they can slot in at three, four, or five. But if you can get a guy like Rich Hill, short term, not give up a, a boatload, and Kershaw's back, now you've got something to talk about. Yeah. I mean, that'd be great. It's the not giving up a boatload because sure. there is so many people out there looking for starting pitching that – they're asking the world for Rich Hill. I know the Red Sox went asking about Rich Hill, and they kind of wanted a similar price tag as the Padres wanted for Pomerantz, and that's why the Red Sox did that deal. Mm-hmm. And you look at Pomerantz, Pomerantz is 27, Rich Hill's 36, 36. and Pomerantz is like under contract through next year at a man as well number as well. Yeah. So it's like, wow. So, and, and the thing is, somebody's going to get, Billy Bean's going to get it. Yeah, I, I, he will, and that's I, I guess from my my opinion would be to at least see what what it is. Yeah, throw an offer out for a chill if it's not everyone that you can afford to to lose. Um, and again, it's up to Kershaw. Yeah, I think if Kershaw is healthy and he's going to be part of this team, then you have to give him. You got to really tell the players and show the team that they're they're going to commit. You know, as a front office to giving them a chance to win this season still. Yeah, I mean, I hear you, and but I'd be. Yeah, it all depends on the Kershaw news. I hear you, but even if he's coming back with a balky back and they decide not to go the the route, I'm almost still. If I'm a GM, I know you sometimes got to show the players and to a lesser extent the fans that you're in a big market and you kind of got to go for it. But I just think the pitching market out there is so small, and it's going to take an exorbitant price to get any type of pitching, whether it be bullpen help or a starter's help. That I would sell, you know, and it's like I would I would look about 
maybe moving uh, Brett Anderson now that he, I mean, excuse me, not Brett Anderson, McCarthy. Now that he's come out and have, and granted, that is telling this team that you're pretty much throwing yeah. in the towel right. in 2016, <laughs> which is a tough message. But as a GM, to see the market the way it is and not want to get in there and, and and you know pillage some prospects for somebody for like a Brandon McCarthy who could break down in any second just because he's had kind of four good starts for the Dodgers, it's like sell high, sell oh, high. Yeah. You know, because I mean, I was only expecting like maybe one out of three of him, Ryu, and Brett Anderson to even contribute this year. If we got one out of three of those guys to contribute, I thought that was good. Hopefully, Brett Anderson come back, maybe get two out of three. But Ryu looks like he's done for the year now, right? I think Ryu's done. Period. Yeah, I don't, I don't, think, I don't think we'll see him pitching the Dodger uniform again. Yeah, really. I his injuries it just keeps piling on and piling on and piling on. I just don't see, and he looks so bad in that uh, outing. What was he hitting? Did he hit 90 on the gun? His I don't think he's dropped there. Yeah, I don't think know. he's hit 90. I, don't, I mean, he's, what, 28 and he's Jer- Jared Weaver already? What do, what do you think the issue is with Rue? Uh, I think it's, uh, it was overworked. It's I, overtaxed. He threw a lot of innings those first two seasons. He really was asked to carry a lot for the team. And, and I, th- yeah, I think his elbow's just given out. I think it's just one of those, you know, Mark Pryor kind of things where Oof. the elbow's just gone. I think his elbow's just gone. I mean, he's already had the surgery. It's the elbow again, and now the elbow and the shoulder, I believe, now. I just I don't know how how's he going to come back from all this unless he really unless he sits out a few years where we don't see him uh, didn't uh, kind of like I mean McCarthy pitched this a little bit was basically only pitched a couple times in two years yeah. maybe Ryu comes back after that but he might have to sit out at least another year yeah. I mean I can't see him pitching next year personally just there's just too much there especially if his velocities drop that bad yeah where he was hitting I mean his prime there for those two years he was hitting what ninety three yeah ninety two yeah, ninety three ninety three pretty consistently. To drop to 86, 87, uh, it's just, that's a lot. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, if you're going to be a seller at, at the deadline here, mm-hmm. forget pitching. Who are you, who, who are you going to sell off from the uh, the offense, from the hitters? I mean, are, are... Well, the thing is, is like the hitting market, for me, you know, I, I'm like, maybe I can talk so uh, objectively about this because I'm not <laughs> a true Dodger fan. Imposter, <laughs> imposter. But, um, but it's, I just don't think the hitting market is going to be that. Great. Agreed. You know, but the pitching, it's kind of hard for me not to jump into that pool as a GM. If I have watched my Clayton Kershaw-led team go kind of one and done the past three years that we've won the division, and now I don't have a Zach Grinke, and I have a Bucky Kershaw, I'm going to try and stock my already stockpiled uh, farm system even more so by just fleecing people at this deadline where people are willing to be fleeced for pitching and then just kind of go at it with some youngsters again next year. I mean, next year, if you're, I mean, I'd even listen on Casimir, you know? I mean, you know, I, Bud, Bud Norris, we just got him. I'd listen on him. If people want to bowl you away because there's no pitching out there, go ahead and fleece them. Take their prospects. You know, put Jarrell Cotton and Urias in the in the in the the rotation the start of next season. You know, like, and De Leon. When, De Leon. Are we, when are we going to see De Leon up? I've got to see already. De Leon soon. Isn't he? I mean, there's no more he can do in yeah. AAA. <laughs> He's dominating, right? I mean, <laughs> we got to see him soon. I mean, obviously he'll be up for the September first call up, yeah. but you know. All right, let, let's shelve the hot stove for for just a hot <laughs> minute. But uh, if you hear of anything, or if you guys know of any rumors, or if anything comes in on your Twitterverse. <laughs> Please, well, let us know about him. I've heard Buster only keep talking to Chris Archer. I hear to that the Dodgers, too, but... and I think a, a lot of that is obviously Friedman's uh, familiarity yeah, with Chris Archer. Yeah. You know, and that I wouldn't mind that deal. But like I say, it's going to 
cost yeah. an awful lot. And the name Urias would probably have to be in that package. And I'm not really excited about making yeah. it. Uh, I, I think Urias is off the block. Yeah, he was think. Yeah. <laughs> so is Jarrell Cotton, Frankie Montes, and Adam Libertor enough to get that deal done? It might be Montez. Might, well, might push there's that another. Over. There's another Ray that's on the. That's there's speculation going to be traded, and that's Evan Longoria. He's a guy that they, that I've I've heard the Dodgers are are in on potentially. You know, trading for Longoria for Justin Turner. Uh, no, no, for moving um, Turner, moving to, Turner second. to second base. <laughs> add Longoria. Uh, you know, Tampa's trying to restructure and. His contract is big for Tampa, so something the Dodgers could absorb. It's a, you know, it's a possibility. Something that yeah. the Dodgers may do. Does Turner have a history of being a middle infielder? I'm not quite sure of his background. He's been he's, around. Yeah. He's, he's played a little second okay. base, yeah. a little third base. He was kind of a journeyman with the Mets. I mean, I, really? that's a guy. When I asked about the the hitters, would you try to see if what you can get for Turner? He's a free agent. He's on fire right now. His, <laughs> his value would never be higher. Saying, he might, you know, he's 31. <laughs> Uh, is it is it is he a middle of the order bat every year or is it just right now? So that's yeah. an interesting thing. I mean, if they're going to be sellers, I'd be I'd be prone or keen to see what I could get for Justin Turner. Yeah, I'd I mean, even, it's gonna it would definitely be a sell high yeah. situation. Yeah. I, and in that case too, I'd float Aegon out there because they have uh, what's the guy in the minors? Uh, Bollinger is that his yeah, name? I mean, I'm not really sure what you can get for Aegon's. Yeah, but if you could get something like... He's still a bat that people will want. Yeah, I think him. so. He'll Maybe. still command a little bit. I don't know what you're going to get. I mean, you could probably trade a guy, but I don't mean, you got to get pieces that you want to put on the team. That's the thing. I'm not in a hurry for them to go out there and, you know, sell off the whole yeah, team. of course. I'm just saying, with the pitching market the way it yeah. is... It's silly not to listen Absolutely. on everybody that's not a Kershaw or Urias. Especially if you can set yourself you know? up for the future. Yeah. yeah, none of the young guys. You're holding the young guys. Yeah. You're trying to... These guys, like, McCarthy's a perfect, you know, guy to pit. I mean, you got him. You didn't think you were maybe even going to get anything out of this guy at all. He comes back, pitches great for four starts. Four starts right before the trading deadline. And I think I think the reason that we're talking about the hot stuff so much, especially, is because of all the injuries that the Dodgers have had. Yeah, no I mean, question. Major league leading injuries. Yeah. 20, I mean, Twenty-one people now. Twenty-two. Players. Twenty-two players. They're already tied for the record for the most players in the NL on the NL team on the DL and uh, throughout a season, and they still have too much to go. So yet they're still up on the wild card. They're three and a half behind the Giants, so we're we're in it. Yeah. Dealing with all these injuries. But it looks like Puig might be headed back with the other hamstring. I thought he was a guy that was going to get moved for sure. Back to the DL. I thought he, uh, yeah, back yeah. to the DL. Hamstring. Hey, now it's the what was it the right one before? Now it's the left one this time, no, or is it the other the way around? The other way around. And I thought for sure he would get moved. Yeah, traded. Yeah, I think last time I was on the program, I talked about that. Not yeah, too yeah. Late. <laughs> Still might happen. <laughs> but I don't think but, you can trade a guy. In the yeah, DL. yeah, I don't think you can now with now with both hamstrings. Now with both nagging yeah. injuries on both, I don't. Where's the market for him now? Is it not legal to trade a guy on the DL? I don't. I don't know that you could trade a, D, a guy on the DL. Interesting. But sure. they haven't officially moved him. Is that why they haven't officially moved him? I think they, I know. I think they're trying to see if they can give him another day or two to figure it out. Yeah, because they can always put him on retroactively. Yeah, Although right. he did come in as a pinch hitter, what Friday night? Yeah, and Roberts said that if he did get a hit, he wasn't gonna run. Probably. He can't run in the field. Yeah, he's already said both those things. <laughs> Yasiel. I mean. It's, you know, like we always say, you know, as the stock market goes, as GM should buy, buy low, sell high. So you'd kind of be selling low on Yassiel, you know, so I don't know about that one. I remember you were pontificating about potentially a Yassiel for 
Andrew Miller. I was, saying, well, I was like, saying, well, which way would you yeah. take? And now, now, I mean, look at it. We're three weeks later. You, I mean, I don't think there's a chance that the Yankees would, would well, trade Miller for Puig at this yeah. point. I don't think we really thought. No, we didn't either. <laughs> but, you know, it's, yeah. it's interesting to see how far Puig has fallen because I guarantee if we if we offer that trade, you know, two and a half years ago, right. people would say you would never trade Yasiel Puig for Andrew Miller. So it's interesting the way things change. And yeah, absolutely. It's still a type of thing where maybe Puig really just needs a new a new home. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, because his his career has gone the reverse way that you like to see careers go. As cool. Dodger fans, just as purely, purely as a fan perspective, are you ready to see him go? Um, <laughs> if you can get something that's that's valuable, yeah. I mean, he's exciting. He's got a great arm, but he's been. Uh, Do you think he's kind of reached his ceiling with the Dodgers? Well, I think his ceiling was. It, it seems like his ceiling was reached a couple seasons <laughs> yeah. ago when he, when he debuted, and, and and usually you'd like to see it reverse, where you know he debuts and he gets better, and it's kind of going the other way. I mean, he makes the highlight play, but. There's no consistency now. It looks like he's injured again, and he missed a lot last year. So it's just troubling to see, especially with the new direction that the Dodgers are headed. Younger prospects and uh, different type of gameplay. So it's just, you know, if you can get stuff for him, I I don't know. And, and he, you know, he creates a lot of attention in offseason stuff, and so you never know. He's always going to demand interest because his his, his talent and ability is so tantalizing, and people... GMs would be fools not to look at this and see that. Not to consider. If you can, I mean, he's the type of guy that if you can buy low on him. Uh, yeah, for another team to buy low on him, and then he gets better and gets healthier, and he's obviously mature. But it, more it also years. hurts the Dodgers when you look at their outfield and recognize that they thought it was going to be a position of depth, and it's really been a position of struggle this, <laughs> yeah. this season because of all the injuries to the rest of the players and, and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I heard in telecast today over 1,200 man games. So far that they've lost. Yep. Well, I've uh, most. So, and I think we should take a moment to just note. Okay, so we can you can trade someone on the deal. So I was wrong about that. But, uh, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Thank you, thank you for that. That's, Back check. That's good. That's, yeah, a lot of the research um, coming through. So you can trade him. So I mean, so um, who knows? Maybe he's you know. Well, I guess we'll have to see. But nonetheless. Um, these next few I weeks think, are going to be really interesting to see how these turn out before well, the deadline. Well, the deadline is just about a week away, away but yeah. it, it, I think you got to say one thing is they got to give the, most of the players and, and the staff some credit for how the Dodgers have come out of the All-Star break, taking into account Kershaw's injury, taking into account all the man games lost to injury. They've you know hung together and played pretty well recently. I mean, the offense has really turned it on, and some of the players have... have I think it's Justin Turner. Well, couldn't uh, couldn't agree more. When you learned about the Kershaw industry, the inju- injury while on the road, and Gonzalez comes comes up big, Howie comes up comes up big, Andrew Tolis looking like he's really filling in nicely in right field. These guys are taking it on their back and carrying the team right now while yeah. dealing with these devastating injuries. It's it's a credit to the organization depth and, uh, and the what players they're doing yeah. because they've they've really played much better over the last month or so, and that's that's surprising when you recognize that Kershaw has been out. And you can't say the same for the Giants, who got hit with the injury bug, who since the All Star break are now what one and seven, and they normally they're normally a team that responds, and the Dodgers are normally a team that doesn't respond. <laughs> that's kind of switching roles. <laughs> that, that's what makes me a little bit apprehensive to be like a seller at the deadline because of the Giants' fault is lately, yeah. and the fact that they're usually a team that's kind of like. All right, next man up, next man up, next man up. Maybe those next man up are not doing it as they've done it in the past where the Duffies and the Panics were the next people up, you know. And it's like, and they've had a shutdown bullpen the last few years that is not the case this year. So they could be ripe. For, for, for a Dodgers fan and as the organization, I think it's not so much even the Giants and the division. I think you got to look at the whole National League and the fact that you have three other major teams, like the Cubs, the Nats and, and even the Mets that are that are strong and 
you know, you can include the Marlins and whatnot, but I think you get a little bigger picture. And it really comes down to Kershaw, right? I mean, Kershaw is a is an generational player, and he's so important that if he's not going to be playing the rest of this year, that then you you base your decision off that. I don't know. Maybe the Ewing effect is that powerful. <laughs> you know, everybody just rises well, up. It's baseball yeah. such a long season. At, in the short term, anything is possible. But I think over the long run, I think that it would. You would think that the Dodgers will revert to whatever the mean is without Kershaw at a certain point. Yeah, uh, I could definitely see how picking up the slack in the short term, but over the long run, you think that you know the offense is not going to continue to produce at a at the top but, level and so forth. Here's another wrinkle, though. They have the easiest schedule. No. They they have of true? all the contenders they have the easiest schedule coming down the stretch. I know they have <laughs> slightly more home games than road games. But they up. they play the most. They play tw- they play the most games of uh, sub five hundred teams now. Interesting. So that could also play a factor now too. If they play, if you know regressing to the mean, but if they're going to play, you know the Reds and teams like that, <laughs> you may not be able to you know you may not regress that far. Right. Right. <laughs> so and, and you, when you talk about regressing to the mean, Turner. Uh, Aegon's and Cowie was so horrible yeah. April and May <laughs> that they're regressing up. So maybe they will rake for the rest of the season just to kind of stay at their uh, the, the point we're accustomed to and the mean they're accustomed to. Um, but luckily we got a Hall of Fame, I mean, excuse me, Rookie of the Year candidate Corey Seager to just kind of steady the ship <laughs> Still doing until it. those yeah. guys found out, found the... Uh, Found their stroke. Yeah, he's, he's still Although he had it. a stomach virus, right? Missed, the, missed those couple games with the stomach virus, they yeah, said? Yeah, there was allegedly, either it came from the All-Star game, some people were speculating, or then um, somebody thought that maybe he came from Oklahoma City. And uh, that guy that came from Oklahoma City was a Walters. Yeah. That was just up. Someone said he might have run the bug. But, I mean, what did he do? Come off the bug and go for four hits? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It hasn't right? him down yeah. one bit. <laughs> Had two hits today, too. Crazy. <laughs> Kid is insane. Absolutely insane. And Turner's still scorching. Two more hits for him today. And Aegon's. It's good to see him. Maybe the power stroke back. Two home runs in the last two games. Both to dead center field. Shots. He sees 300 career home runs in sight. He wants it. He wants that now. He's he's been swinging the bat beautifully, and his his defense has been impeccable too, as usual. Any first baseman, you know, <laughs> that has played as long as he should, he has should hit 300. <laughs> My word. Oh man. They actually talked about his swing on the telecast today. Yeah. A little bit how he he's getting you know he's getting the barrel of the ball the barrel of the bat on the ball better. And that's why you've seen a couple home runs. Yeah, <laughs> but they they said he has adjusted his swing. Like his, he tried so hard when they were, you know, shifting him to go opposite field that it screwed with his swing. That's what the theory was. You know, he doesn't talk about it much, but he's been dealing with a neck injury since last oh, year. Yeah, and that, so that, I think he's such a consumer professional where he doesn't want to bring it up that much. But I have to think that that's hampered his swing this year a little bit at least. And he has a back issue too. Back think, issues yeah. too. Hey, you dinged up. It's a long season, 162, you know? But Gonzalez, you know, Gonzalez is getting up there. What is he now, 33? Oh, I think he might be older than that. 34? Yeah. Oh, it was a regular gray bid. <laughs> yeah, first baseman that don't hit for power. I don't know. No, that was Not James, many of those. That was James Loney. Everyone remembers James Loney, right? <laughs> I believe he starts for the Mets now. <laughs> Just to show you how uh, dire they are in need of I don't, I don't, I don't think I saw. I don't think I saw a lefty with a slower swing. Yeah. <laughs> or slower feet. <laughs> uh, you got to give some ups to uh, the 1993 Rookie of the Year, Mike Piazza, for going in the Hall of Fame. Today. Yes, congratulations. We kind of did a little shout out to Mike off the top coming into some metal. He's a fan of the, the heavy metal. 
So, uh, but yeah, I mean, are you surprised at all he didn't go into the Dodgers cap? No, no, no. That's the right team. He, yeah. uh, you know, made a World, World Series appearance. I really just, we played eight, eight years with the Mets. Eight Numbers two. are there, and uh, and he didn't have a bitter divorce from them, so that always helps. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Most interesting fact I have about Mike Piazza, who was drafted in the sixty-second round. Yeah. That's the one thousand three hundred ninetieth overall pick. <laughs> As a favor to Tommy Lasorda. Yeah. It's incredible. Because <laughs> Lasorda and his dad were boys, right? Yeah. As a favor, you know, his dad was like, hey, can you draft him? It's a great favor. <laughs> Conversely, the guy he went into the Hall of Fame with today, Junior Griffey, oh. was the number one overall pick in the 87 draft. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. I love the symmetry of that. <laughs> the keg. Dichotomy or whatever. Uh, whatever word you want to use. Uh, so the bats got out of the gates today with six first uh, inning runs. Yeah, off, uh, I mean, Casimir could just coast off kid making his, yeah, making his debut. debut. Yeah. It's like, okay, you're coming up for a spot start. You're going right down after, even if you do really well. So the kid goes out and he does really bad. <laughs> and then you saw his whole family. Just, was in the oh, yeah, yeah, you just feel for the guy. Oh, oh, my God. He was coming out. his like mom and sister up clapping. His dad's like sitting down. <laughs> like, uh I can't quit my job yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Welcome you, to the big league. Yeah, you guys got any uh, favorite Mike Piazza stories? You know, you, uh, you throw you a sweaty towel when you were a youngster going to Dodger games. Uh, took, a, took pictures with him back in the uh, when they used to do camera day, which I don't think they do anymore. Yeah. Uh, but season ticket holders at one time used to be able to go onto the field, and you weren't really supposed to go under the – they had like a rope. You weren't supposed to go under the rope, take pictures with the players – but Piazza was actually very friendly and letting people do it. Nice. So there is, uh, if, I, if I could find it somewhere, there is a picture. This was not, did, no, no digital yet at this time. So there is, a, there is pictures <laughs> of my sister and I with Piazza back then. But he was really cool. He was really friendly, you know, taking pictures with everyone. I did see, I was at the game when he hit the ball at the stadium. Oh, nice. Uh, when he smacked that home run. Wow. Yeah, that was. That a was seed. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, most home runs ever by a catcher, you know, he deserves to be in there. Only only catcher with bleached hair, too. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love the frosted tips. (laughs) I mean, once he hit that home run in that first game back in uh, in a Mets uniform after 9-11, you kind of knew he'd go in the hall as a Met once that happened. Oh, yeah. Well, it's just such a poignant moment, you know. It was just one of those ones. I mean, I think everyone remembers that, too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that home run, so... It was just yeah. It was just one of those things. Like when McGuire finally broke. I mean, I actually put it up there. When like when McGuire broke uh, Maris's record. It's just one of those things that you just remember. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's true. But you also remember him being a juice head. <laughs> well, didn't Piazza also say he say well, he used? That's that's that was murky. That was. That I was thinking that today, yeah. and it's awful to think about this summer. It was such a joyous day mm-hmm. in the Hall of Fame. But I was like, mm, both these guys were in the juice ball era. <laughs> I wonder. Well, I thought I thought there was speculation, or that Piazza admitted it. Or I there think was there, there was definitely speculation yeah. at some point. Uh, I don't know. Did he admit it? I thought I I could he, be wrong. He never though. he never uh, did a he never endured a suspension, did he? No, I don't know if it was ever confirmed, but there were, yeah, there, there were allegations. Well, I mean, Bonds has never actually failed a test. Like, his head only got bigger. Yeah, his head got smaller. Yeah, his his <laughs> head got three times size. the size, but he never actually failed a a test. Right. <laughs> Same with A Rod. Oddly enough, never failed a test. Admitted to it. Never failed a test, though. <laughs> Greg Anderson, anybody? <laughs> wow. Wow. 
Uh, just to add to the mash unit that is the uh, Dodgers Rasta, uh, we got word Alex Wood this week, right? We'll have surgery, and he's... Out two months at least. At least two months. Yeah. So uh, maybe, potentially. <laughs> this is why the Dodgers run. have to be buyers of the deadline. That's why I'm really kind of stressing this. I just feel like this is... They're going to make a run for the playoffs because the offense is there. They need that pitching. And, again, I, I know the bullpen is... Is doing great right now, but you know they're they're an up and down pen, and I I don't know if we need a spot starter. If we can get someone like a strong middle reliever, then all of a sudden you have Libertor and Jensen, and you don't need a starter to go. You don't need a starter to go six innings. You don't need him to go much longer than that. Yeah. So, well, we'll probably be the only one looking at the deadline for a strong middle reliever. <laughs> that's 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 the good thing, I guess. Uh, well, rumor is uh, Andrew Miller's off the block. I mean, <laughs> if I was the Yankees, I wouldn't be in a hurry to trade. No, because his contract's so team friendly. Yeah, and you have him in control. Unless and, unless you get that haul for him, there's no point. Yeah, to trade it's him. like get the haul for Chapman, who is a free agent at the end yeah. of the year. Then you can probably go after Chapman again if he enjoys <laughs> his time in New York. That's a tremendous uh, job by Brian Cashman. He it was. Stole, yeah, he yeah. stole Chapman from the Reds. And he deal these deal him off for uh, you know a top prospect. Well, didn't he sign Chapman or did he? No, he, he traded for him. Traded for him. That was after the Dodgers, the Dodgers yeah. were in on that trade and they backed out. The domestic violence because of the Suspension. uncertainty <laughs> of Chapman's situation. Yeah. And so they got him for like lesser prospects. They got or? him for like four, you know, bu- you know, a bucket of balls. <laughs> wow, <laughs> man. Why weren't the Red Sox in on that? Yeah, that's crazy. That was a. I mean, and then and then look at that. Within yeah. you know, that shows you the value of players in three months' time. Since that, now Chapman, you know, is going to go for a top prospect or two. Yeah, and then be a free agent. We, but I think the the Cubs deal with the Yankees is uh, contingent on Chapman signing an extension. Oh wow! Well, is that maybe the holdup? It's you know, I think four years, sixty million. Wow, which uh, which I read that. Jansen's floor because he's a free agent for this year. Yeah. Which, if you talk about, if they do become sellers, would you agree with maybe trying to move him if you don't? Jansen, yeah, I yeah. think you got you got to consider those guys that could bring in a haul, the older players. I mean, anytime you can get a haul, especially with the Dodgers, the way they're moving right now, they've kind of restructured the uh, organization into a, a you know a prospect driven, which is younger team, which is amazing considering they're still a playoff team doing yeah, it, the, which most well, of the time you don't get. And yeah, they're still a playoff they're, they're, caliber team. Well, they also spend a lot of money for <laughs> it. So. But yeah, you're right. Absolutely. I mean, they're trying to walk that fine line of contending yeah. while also overhauling the, the the structure of the team. That's why I think like I, I'm excited. Well, not excited, but I'm, you've really got to give selling, you know, consideration. A, very much so. Yeah. Because I mean, when's Crawford come off the books after next season? Yeah. So it's like you almost want to just sell, sell, sell. Get a bunch of young people, play a bunch of young people, see who are going to be pieces for you moving forward, and then you have all this money coming off the books. Then you can know what are the right free agents to add, who are the right young guys I want to lock up and buy out their arbitration years, and then set yourself up for a nice long run. You know who's a free agent when Crawford's off the books, right? Bryce. Bryce Harper. Uh, it's going to be a bidding war. Yeah. No, the Yankees are in on that. How much do you think he can command? Are we talking three hundred million? Yeah, Bryce yeah. Harper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as long as he's an active player, though. Yeah. <laughs> what eight years, three hundred million? He's going to get a boatload. Yeah. Uh, you know who's going to get even more? <laughs> Mike Trout. Yeah. yeah. When's he up? He's still on a team friendly to like yeah, 2021, yeah. right? Yeah. It's a while. So but he'll only be 27, 28, right? Only 27. <laughs> oh, my God. That's when they say your, your peak years. Yeah, your peak years. <laughs> oh, my word. That is crazy. 
Uh, Adam Libertor, a guy who's been great for the um, bullpen, kind of the turnaround of the bullpen this year for uh, the Dodgers. He had a nice little scoreless streak. Scoreless streak that ended today, unfortunately, but. He's been he's been a, uh, a godsend for the Dodgers this year. At least it was in a game where they were up big, right? So you know, it's yeah. it's this is a game to lose the streak in. Yeah, when you're right. up, when you're up nine to three, you know that's all right. I'll you know you lost your streak. It's over with. Now it's hopefully that's just off his back and he goes back to, you know, back to the way he was. You know <laughs> you, you you know you got a big lead or a big deficit if old Pedro Baez <laughs> is being brought into the game. <laughs> Oh boy, your favorite! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I bash Baez on a daily basis. Oh. Him and Honeycutt, I just I can't. I, both of them just just towards my side. <laughs> but I mean, you got to. Casimir uh, gave a game effort today. You know, pitching with the lead, attack the hitters. You know, he gave him some decent uh, innings today, and that's his second decent start this week. Nine nine and, wins yeah. this year for Casimir. Not bad. No. Not bad. Sell him. Sell him. <laughs> no. But uh, you know, and he, but McCarthy. I mean, as much as I wanted to run him out of town, he has been great. Yeah, so he's been solid me. when he's healthy. And <laughs> like, yeah, well, I mean, that's he's the thing. Been a, he's been a good Dodger since they uh, when he's been in the uniform and not you know in the uniform. I believe he's seven and zero. Oh, when, yeah, when he's when he's in uniform and not actually uh, injured, Six and oh. he's he's been he's been done well. He is great on Twitter too. Yeah, but he actually yes. has one of the funnier uh, Twitter handles yeah. now, now that I'm up on it. I love it. I was I looking it. at his Twitter. I was like, oh, this guy got some jokes. Yeah, he's, 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 he's one of the better Twitter baseball people too. <laughs> yeah. But you know, he had a lot of free time there when he wasn't pitching. So yeah, right. He had a lot to think about. <laughs> Uh, we're not going to sign off just yet, guys, but uh, let our people know that are just listening what you guys' Twitter handles are and whatnot, just in case they want to hit you up in the last few minutes of the show or some stuff they want to hear about next week. You know, they'll hit you up during the week. Just let them know. Yeah, guys, feel free to hit me up. It's Hunter underscore Marks, M-A-R-K-S. Uh, shoot me a tweet and uh, let me know what you're thinking. I am uh, at Gersh, G-E-R-S-H, uh, one three. And you can catch me on Twitter. My name is Michael Rippy at Mike Rips, M-I-K-E-R-I-P-S. Yeah. So hit them up, guys. Let them know, hey, this is what you guys missed on last week's show. Or, you know, this is my favorite Mike Piazza story. Or I can't believe you wasted any time on the show about that bum. You know, things <laughs> like that. Uh, Howie Kendrick, one of the hot-hitting veterans we have that wasn't hitting for the first couple months of the season. Uh, did he have a couple of hits today? Or yeah, at least one to extend, extend his hitting streak Two. to 16 games? Home run today, too. Yeah, That was nice to see. And uh, Turner's been absolutely scorching lately. Uh, Turner's been the hottest hitter in baseball since June 7th. Yeah. 15 home runs and 41 RBIs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just he's just been on it. I mean, his tear is unbelievable. That's why if I, I wouldn't mind floating that out there for Evan Longoria... Like like Mike was talking about. Yeah. Well, it's not a Turner for Longoria. <laughs> I know, but yeah, swap. It, no, it's just an addition <laughs> to you know with Longoria. Yeah. Longoria is about thirty years old, so he's still young. He's in his prime right now. He's having, and, he's having twenty. I think he's like twenty-two home runs this year. So he's, he's having a good season. Yeah. And he's under yeah. and he's under contract for the next got, three years, right? Yeah, Something like that. He's yeah, got a friend, a pretty yeah, he's friendly got, contract <laughs> actually. Yeah, because he was he signed like a sim like a Trout deal, similar to what Trout signed with that six-year one twenty-four. I remember that. When yeah. The, they locked him up right away. The Rays. That was Freeman, right? I believe. Did yeah. Freeman give him that deal. So that's the thing. I mean, that and that's why there's always going to be, you know, as long as Friedman is the Dodgers GM, there's always going to be these race to the Dodgers <laughs> speculations. That's why the Archer of talk is not going to go away, even if it's past August first. You know, 
But well, you could still make those trades, right? I mean, the du- the Aegon Beckett Crawford trade was after the deadline. That's true. Yeah. But what ha- has to happen is got to clear waivers. Got to clear waivers. So that's big contracts, and someone would snatch up Chris Hodge's contract, <laughs> no question. So, uh, but yeah, I wonder if the the Dodgers really have any of those big contracts that they could because they, they already cut bait on on Croft. You know who's kind of been impressing me that I was never really a big fan of, but it's been squaring up balls lately, Vance Like. You know, I, I I was like, oh, why are we wasting a roster spot on this kid? But he's been actually squaring it up lately. Oh, I don't know if you've noticed that. Today he had a really bad at bat. Yeah. Bases loaded. <laughs> yeah. Outside of today's game, he's really been squaring <laughs> it up. <laughs> actually, I've been a fan of Vance Lake, yeah. uh, to tell you the truth. Yeah. I was cringing when I saw him starting in center field last week. But oh, well, he's was, not a center fielder. That's, no. that's, that's That's for sure. No, he's not. But I've always thought he was a good utility guy to have. Yeah. He, well, he could, you know, he's got some pop, a little bit of pop. You know, he's got good power to the gaps. When he hits. When he hits. When he yeah. hits. That's the problem with him. He, he showed so much potential in the beginning, and he just never really seems to have lived up to it. He's certainly not an everyday starter, but we, every team could use a good utility guy. So I, I do like him coming off the bench yeah, in me that too. capacity. Yeah. When I hear that term utility guy, though, and I think, think of a guy that's defense first, especially in the NL, but... You know, I, I guess you know a little bad off. He the can bench. play a lot of positions or a lot yeah. or a few positions, which is with the injury bug hitting the Dodgers like it has been. Left something field, we right really field, need. center field. <laughs> yeah, apparently center field and first base. <laughs> first base. Yeah, he plays first base. That's true. I actually That's think he, he's him and Grandal and Turner are the first baseman behind you know behind Gonzalez. Grandal, you know, I mean, hitting a little bit better. He's hitting a little bit a little better. better. At least he's over the Mendoza line now. <laughs> but I mean, he's. He, he, I thought he was turning a corner when he had that three home run game. It seemed like okay. Well, he's this... been he's been hitting three hundred, I think, in July. But yeah. that's how bad he was before. That hitting three hundred in July barely raises him above the Mendoza line. <laughs> his his value to the team right now is what he does behind the plate and how he works with this with this rotation in the bullpen. Because he's he, I feel like he's an undervalued defensive catcher because he's really he really is great wasn't he guys. one of the best pitch framers? Yeah, he actually had a bad. nice he had a nice one today that should have been a ball that. Uh, you saw, you could see that he the, the way he framed it, it looked like a strike, but just held it out a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, just held it out a little bit. <laughs> Do they actually have? Um, yeah, they like, have stats for that. Yeah, they, yeah, they actually said that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting, interesting. Uh, how about our boy Andrew Tolls? He's uh, fast, <laughs> and he got his first multi major league multi hit game Saturday, and he was three hits. He was actually like bagging groceries last year, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. for a couple of weeks. Yeah. You know what I like about Tolls? Um, we Dodgers haven't really had a speedster since I want to say D Gordon. They've really been lacking that guy who can like either run for extra bases. We know Puig can do what he can with with his legs when he's healthy, but they've really been lacking that guy who can really get like thirty stolen bases. And Tolls brings this dimension, this value to the team, and we'll, hopefully it will pan out. But I like what he brings off that. He certainly looks like he could be destined for that official pinch runner guy that yeah. uh, <laughs> most playoff rosters have. The you Dave know, Roberts role. The yeah. Dave Roberts role, <laughs> as he played so well the skip did in 2004, <laughs> the biggest steal in postseason history. <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. Uh, so just looking ahead to the week for uh, the Dodgers' light week this week, they got Tampa coming in town for two. Uh, and then they get, so they get Monday off and Thursday off, and then they get Arizona coming in for three. So this is that week where you heal up two off days this week and really get ready for the stretch run. Be nice. I mean, Tampa and Arizona; those are two beatable teams. It'd be nice to have a four in one week coming back here for next week's show. I think most important would be winning with Kershaw. Uh, 
finding out if Kershaw's mm-hmm. going to, you know, have surgery or not. Oh, yeah. This I is think that's for us. the <laughs> most important victory they could have this week. No question. We'll have the victory being like, oh, yeah, he's back in uh, 10 days. <laughs> That'd be awesome. What do you guys think? Any you guys want to shout out anything? Any shout outs before we sign off? Uh, oh, yeah, I should. Uh, my wife keeps bugging me. I should give a shout out to the uh, Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Okay. As I have cystic fibrosis and I do a lot of work with the foundation. Nice. So I should uh, probably shout them out. You can find them on Twitter, on the web, donate. Yeah, have they got any fundraisers <laughs> coming where, where, up there? Where, cool? where do you find them? Uh, you find Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, CFF.com, usually. CFF.com. Yeah. Gotcha. But just I would just Google the cystic. I would just Google it. <laughs> so you don't know offhand if they got <laughs> No, well, it's, it's not. I think it's .org. Actually, I think it's .org. Yeah. That makes sense. But there's, yeah. there's, uh, there's Great Strides, and then there's the CF Foundation. Now, they work together, but they actually have, like, two separate websites. <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. So Great Strides cool. is, like, the fundraising arm. So if you want to donate to me, I am Team Smiling Politely. And that is not his checking account. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So looking at the Tampa series, we got Norris Acha. We'll get a real good look at Chris Acha, and maybe that'll be something we see for Andrew Friedman to pull off the trigger on that big deal. Uh, And then McCarthy versus Matt Moore, another guy that's on the bump and would cost less than Acha to get. Did I hear you mention Shelby Miller? He's on the block Oh, yes. Shelby Miller is officially on the block. A guy we could have almost gotten last year. (laughs) So they literally got nothing for that trade, the D-backs. Wow. (laughs) So this is another time. I I have a really good friend of mine, lives in Arizona, is a big Diamondbacks fan, has been cringing ever since they made that deal. So this is just for and, me to... And Darby Swanson <laughs> isn't even up yet. I know. Wait, he's gonna. He's got more cringes uh, in his future. Yeah, because I think Swanson's going to be... Isn't he raking right now in the, in yeah, the minors? Sure yeah. is. <laughs> and he's going to rake in the majors, too. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. So here's a guy you made a, such a big move for. Yeah. And now he's... He don't even want, want about, him on the Talk team. about selling low. I know. You know? Oh, jeez. Hey, I, I'd, I'd sniff around that if the price was right. You know? I would, too. For cash? You know, <laughs> just <laughs> one of the, yeah, exactly. You'd be for amazed cash. what changes he could do for guys. It's true. You know, the right right pitching process. Like, you know, get get with a guy like uh, Ray Searage, you know, the, the pitcher whisperer in yeah. Pittsburgh, and uh, get him turned around. But, uh, Michael, what do you think, buddy? Just got to get that Kershaw news. <laughs> He's waiting patiently right the rest now. Of this is just that's it. It just doesn't chatter. matter if they go one and four, zero oh and five. None we got to hear the news about Clayton. That's the only news that matters this that week is, is Clayton Kershaw. I hear that. That's it. Awesome. So we'll be waiting on that news. We'll bring it to you next week. I'm sure you guys already hear it. It's good Dodger fans. Uh, but signing off for Hunter Mox, Joshua Gershon, and Michael Rippey. I'm Mike Conley. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of Dodgers Wrap 360. Thanks, gang. Go Dodgers. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Yeah, Michael couldn't agree more. Buzz Buzz the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 